Hello, my awesome mom pod listeners. It's Paige with some exciting news. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has had the most amazing three-year run. And thanks to you, it's listened to in more than 85 countries. It's won Best Family Podcast and Best Home and Lifestyle Podcast awards and consistently ranks in the top of the charts globally. I could not have done that without you. It'll continue to be downloadable for all your organization motivation needs. And now there'll be a brand new podcast to listen to. If like me, you love being a mom and also desire more. Head over to the Time to Pivot podcast right now and hit subscribe. Each week, my guest and I will be sharing all the ways we've learned to pivot in our life and business as we share our God-given gifts and serve others and still make it to the carpool line on time. I can't wait for this fun new podcast to begin April 17th, 2023. So mark your calendars and join me on the Time to Pivot podcast. It's Paige. Guess what? The Moms Organization Motivation is now on YouTube. So if you've ever been curious what I look like when I do all my hand talking, when I'm recording my podcast episodes, or if maybe you're just really here for the before and after transformation pics and videos when I am working on my own home or working with my clients, now's your chance to see it. Of course, there are also going to be plenty of three E's reminders, and I'm sure the occasional outtakes. So head over to everythingwithstyle.com and you can find a YouTube icon there to click on, on any of the pages at the bottom. You can go to YouTube and you can actually search up the mom's organization motivation with Paige Killian. You can go to the show notes in all of these episodes and click the link there, or you can find me at everything with style mom on Instagram and check out my profile. There's going to be a link that'll take you directly to it there as well. Lots of different ways to get there, but the point is you got to check it out. I hope you'll subscribe and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Enjoy today's episode, and I'll see you soon. Hi, I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids' artwork really what God intended? No way! Getting organized has been a game-changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable, so thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast. I'm super excited today because I am joined by someone who made it into my inbox and was so impressive with what she does because we didn't know each other prior to this that I had to have her on. You guys, I fully believe in what she is doing and I cannot wait to introduce you to Jamie Baker. Jamie, thank you for being on today. 
Hi, Paige. Thank you so much for having me. I love your energy and I'm just excited for this conversation. Yay. You guys, for real, this is the first time we're actually chatting. And I joked with her. I was like, I kind of want to be friends and go to happy hour at some point with you. And she's like, game on, let's do that. So I love it. (laughs) Woo. Okay, perfect. So let me just read her bio to you guys, because she's got a pretty impressive bio. And I think it's also going to make you fall in love with her the way I did because she gets you and let's celebrate that. So here we go. Jamie pronounced Jamie, but she will answer to Jamie too, is an Enneagram seven. She lives in Virginia with her husband, three-year-old son and newborn baby girl. Jamie is a former Hollywood stylist who pivoted her career after realizing how difficult it was to navigate style postpartum herself. She realized that too many moms were frustrated with closets full of nothing to wear. So she created a business to serve them and help them get dressed. Jamie empowers busy moms with confidence to crush their everyday goals through curated wardrobes because it's not just about the clothes you wear, but the life you lead in those clothes. So I couldn't agree more. And when I read that, I just thought she gets it now we have to immediately start talking about this really cool thing that you call the mama form and what the mama form method. Can you just dive right in? Oh my gosh. Yes. The mama form. When I started styling moms, I heard this term, so I didn't come up with it, but I heard it and I kept seeing it everywhere. And a friend of mine said, you need to trademark that. So I trademarked it. And then I was like, what am I going to do with that? And then I created a system around it and thought, oh, if I could simplify mom life with a mama form, teach them a method on how to define their style, get dressed, curate their closet, create a cohesive intermixable wardrobe, it's their mama form. You can get dressed and go live your life. I love that so much. And it's kind of one of those things where if it's not, I say this even in my intros, if it's not simple, it just won't get done. So I love how you teach this method and you really break it down into simple steps that make it easy, but it's not just about getting dressed. Like you said, it's really more about just living your life and probably showing up the way you want to show up. Can we just do like a little background? If you don't mind, I'm going to pull out some personal information and say, Jamie is getting ready to move tomorrow. And we were joking that not only does she have, you know, boxes that she's in the middle of packing and all of the things that you guys know, go along with moving in a house and she's showing up beautifully on this podcast episode right now, but also she was joking. She's like, yep. Meanwhile, I like got my breast pump and that's what's (laughs) happening right after this too. So Jamie, how do you feel like you do have that go-to mama form and the way that you show up in the world, like you want to, and then juggle all those other things, like a move showing up as a business person on people's podcasts. You said yesterday that you were on a TV segment and your nanny was running a little bit late. And so you actually had to do it with your daughter sitting in I your did. lap. Tell I us, <laughs> yeah. Tell us how that life works. It, it's funny. Cause yesterday I was talking on Instagram stories about, it. I was like, you know what? I was able to get my baby up unexpectedly, show up for a TV show at 9am, get my son out the door, make his lunch, get him dressed because getting myself dressed is such a routine. It's so habitual. It's just, it's simple Hello. and it's effective. I have a go-to formula that if I'm overwhelmed and thinking, what am I going to wear? You know, you get a little bit anxious sometimes if I'm going on television, I'm like, what am I going to wear? Does it have to be special? And I just take a deep breath and think, no, what's your go-to formula? What's you? 
a basic top, a basic pair of bottoms, a layer and a headband. Boom. Here we go. My five minute makeup, pull my hair back in a bun. That's like what I've been doing lately. Cause that's what I have time for. And I was ready to go. Yeah. I love that so much. And, and you just said, cause that's what I have time for. So my question to you is, do you feel like the season that you're living in, in your life dictates your mama form? I'm going to keep using it because it's just so brilliant. <laughs> but do you feel like this season that you're in, in your life where you think basics, simple five minute face bun, do you feel like the season that you're living in that life dictates how you're doing your hair and your makeup and your outfit? And tell us about that. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. The the way that I've simplified it works for this season of life. Maybe when both of my kids are in school and I have a lot more time in the morning, that might be something that changes, but moms make over 35,000 decisions in a day. I, once I, especially after I added the second kid, I thought I can't be making more decisions on what to wear. So many women start their day in front of their closet. You look at it and you're thinking, what do I wear? But if you have a closet full of clothes that fit you today, but not only fit your body today, where you are, the weight you are, but fit your lifestyle. That's the key. You asked if it was because of the season of life I'm in. A lot of people have a closet full of clothes that reflect a former version of themselves or a future dreamy version when they lose 10 pounds and they get the job in the corner office and all of that. Your closet has to be full of clothes that fit you today for the lifestyle you have. So that is so smart to spell out like that, because I think, you know, listen, the people who are listening to this podcast, they're smart. Okay. I joke that we, sometimes the ones who are listening all have mom brain. We all have mom brain. My, my baby now just turned seven. So I don't know how much longer I can claim mom brain as far as I'm concerned forever, forever. Thank you. Oh, good. Okay. See, right. Like this is the happy hour conversation we would have. You can claim this forever because the fact is just like you said, and you know, that shouldn't be so shocking to me, uh, that you said what 35,000 decisions in a day. Sometimes I feel like I have that in an hour. It just makes so much sense to simplify whatever it is, whatever time we're in. But I love how you specifically mentioned, that's what I was going to say is that we're, this is a smart audience here, right? Like we know this, we know that sometimes in our closet, we have things that don't fit us from a former life or for our future life. So I love though, that you spelled that out because I think sometimes we need those besties, those girlfriends to step in and be like, girl, you looked amazing back in the day when you rocked this, guess what? You can look amazing in things that you're putting on your body now, but if you keep this in your closet and you know, you're not wearing it, what, how is that benefiting you? And as a professional organizer, Jamie, I have to say that that's one of the things that I've definitely, and you probably have been in this situation too, where you found yourself sitting in one of your clients closets and she might be getting a little emotional. You might be, you know, tugging at your heartstrings because it's making you emotional because like you just know some of the things that our clothes have been through with us. Yeah. It's super personal, right? It's so, so personal. Yeah. And, and, and you like, you have to be sensitive when you're offering a service like that to somebody. I mean, it's so intimate. You're going into people's closets. I'm sometimes in their closet, sometimes in their pantry, sometimes in their basement, but it's an intimate situation when you are being invited into someone's home. And while we very much treat that so respectfully, there's also that moment where we got to bring the truth and we got to talk about, let's really get down to it. Do you need to pull a couple of these items? Like 
my wedding dress and like my red head to toe sequin prom dress from 1997. I will never get rid of it. It has been worn uh, to bachelorette parties for Halloween. Um, so there that's so fun, right? There are moments like we bring, we bring her back when she needs to live again. Okay. So I am all for having some fun, memorable pieces that represent your lifestyle in the past. That's just fun. And it takes you back. Right. But those need to be few and far between because we need to only be making room physically in our closet and our drawers where we're wearing things that fit and that are serving us well now. Do you agree with that from an organization standpoint? hundred percent. And even you mentioned this dress, but you still can wear it. It still has yeah. use to you. It still serves you. I think that so often the things we leave in the closet are a way of punishing ourselves. Like, Oh, I'm not good enough to get back in those jeans. I'll get there. We think it's going to be a motivator, but instead it's self-shaming and it just opens the doors to so much negative talk and self-talk. And that's not the way to start our day. I have to say, I've never thought about it like that. That is very, yeah. I'm just processing that is a lot. That's a very interesting way to look at it because I'm what, you know, I want to know what's happening. I'm thinking about my closet and I'm thinking, do I actually have some things that are in my closet that are essentially hurting me? Yeah. And I mean, just, yeah, just let that land on you for a second. So I don't know how you guys are feeling when you're hearing that, but for me and somebody who's in this world of organization and being very intentional about what I have in my closet, I think I'm going to go back in and with fresh eyes, take another look at it and see what really are the feelings that come up for me. I mean, a lot of you are are going to be very familiar with the lovely Marie Kondo who talks about, do these things spark joy? And so um, for sure, as an organizer, you know, whether it's a spatula, a bra, uh, you know, (laughs) pair of shoes or something that really makes up your, your mama form, like your go-to pieces that make you feel great, that fit you and that are simple. Are they really serving you in the best way? Are they making you feel comfortable, joyful, happy? Because I would argue, and I think Jamie, maybe you would too, that being intentional about plugging in those items in our space and then making that choice in the morning, or as far as I'm concerned, Jamie, I lay my clothes out every night before I get up because that's just a bit of my schedule too. Do you do that? Do you prep outfits? My kids do that too. We prep prep for the week. Yeah. I love that. Okay. I love that. So like three days at a time. Yeah. You know, that makes a lot of sense too, because if we're in this lifestyle that looks fairly similar day to day, your lifestyle may be that you are nursing a baby on the regular and you need to have postpartum, which we're going to talk about right now, Mm -hmm. uh, postpartum clothing that fit your body that are also functional, right? Because we got to make sure we're able to lift that little area, right? (laughs) You got to, okay. We don't even have to expand. You all know what I'm talking about. And then also you could be the mom who is doing red carpets pretty regularly. So I like what you mentioned because you can look ahead to your week and you can think, how do I plan this week's outfits? But that is true. I do actually think about that. A really great system, actually. Thank you. Uh, So can you speak to that about how did you feel postpartum and what does this mean to you based on your personal experience and sort of what motivated you to do this for other moms? Absolutely. When I had my son, Max, I was 36. So I had been, you know, just living my life, never heard of a pair of high rise jeans before I 
just having fun doing what I do. I never had a big issue with clothes fitting. I knew what size I was. I knew my flaws, quote unquote. I don't like to call them flaws. They're just the parts we don't love as much. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. But I never had to deal with postpartum and not being the youngest, you know, spring chicken and the, my body didn't like bounce back, which I quickly learned that is such a horrible term. And I put so much pressure on myself. So it took me until about five months or yeah, five months postpartum for me to find a pair of jeans. I was going on vacation to California. I was going to see family, old work colleagues. And I was like, I cannot wear clothes. I don't love and that don't make me feel good. I cannot show up that way. So I went to Nordstrom and I see these good American jeans and they are almost $200. And I think I do not want to spend that much money on a size that's three times bigger than I'm used to buying. This is ridiculous. I'm not wasting my money. I go in the fitting room. I try those magical pair of jeans on and I was like, my life has changed. These like hold in this squish. They make me feel good. They make my butt look good. I could easily pair some tops with this that are a little more boxy and nursing access. And I thought to myself, if it took me this long and it was this difficult for me, and I'm a professional stylist, how are moms who are not stylists even navigating this? And I quickly learned that they were not. And so I made myself a project and I dove in and I created a capsule-ish wardrobe because I don't like the rules of capsule wardrobe and coined it the mama form, created a system around it and thought, if I can show up like this, I can help other moms show up like this. And then it was born. I love that so much. Something that I say have said actually recently too on episodes is that what's personal is universal. And so I feel like when we also not mine, definitely stole it, but I heard that. And that really resonated with me, heard that years ago. And I've thought about it a lot in a lot of different parts of my life and how I've handled lots of different things that have come up in my life, you know, new for you postpartum, that was new. And especially then having another baby as well. After that, I love that maybe you sort of gave yourself permission to not have to bounce back. I also love when you talked about that initial sticker shop, when you saw that, when you went shopping, love me some Nordstrom, love me some good American jeans. Like I feel like Spanx and good American jeans. They are just like up there. They have been gifted from the Lord Jesus Christ himself. <laughs> Amen. Guys, her, she is in Virginia, honey, because her hands just went up <laughs> over her head. I wish you could see. So, uh, well, now we have a YouTube channel. So soon, maybe people will, uh, but what is it about that sticker shock that makes us for a moment feel like we are not worth that? That's a deep one. That's a question. That's a loaded question. For some reason we as moms, and I was in it in that moment, deem ourselves unworthy of dressing the body we have now. We think it needs to be something else. It needs to bounce back. It needs to be better. And We can spend the money on our kids and our family and our home, but when it comes to us, we're just moms, right? I'm just a mom. I don't need to dress fancy. And if we think how much would it cost for replacing just mom with a cook and a taxi driver and someone to clean the house and all the things that we do, right? Buy the stinking jeans. Like it is crazy that we don't think we're worthy of something decent to put on our body. And can you also speak to, because I immediately am thinking cost per wear. Absolutely. If you, for me, I knew I needed jeans, right? I wasn't going in buying a pencil skirt or a fancy dress and some heels, a pair of jeans. Do you know I wore those jeans 
for probably a year. I think it took me about 18 months to get down to the size I wanted to be and not fit in those jeans anymore. So $165 and I probably wore them three times a week for 18 months. Yeah. And not only that, I am a big believer in getting yourself a good tailor. So absolutely, when you get to the place that perhaps things are not fitting quite right, you don't even have to write them off. You can potentially go invest a smidgy smidge of money, which again is going to be like pennies when you think about cost per wear in tailoring that item. It saves you time because you don't have to go back out and go shopping again and reinvent the wheel and start from scratch. You can, if you choose that, if that would be fun and you want to do that and you want to find yourself a Jamie Baker and go out and go shopping with her. Yes, please. But if you don't, that just saved you more time in your life, in your schedule. You know, I just, I so very much love all of these things that are coming up because uh, I'll tell you why. We talked about mental health and having hard conversations. I actually had a very sweet friend, Matt Skinner on, on a past episode, because we were talking about just some things that happened in his life that really sort of have shaped the person that he is now. And it has really transformed the way that he lives his life. I would argue, and this was part of the reason that I thought this is actually great timing with Jamie, because I know how valuable it is mentally for us to feel great physically. Would you speak Jamie to how you think, because I know that you do how you think the mental and the physical sort of interact and play off of each other when you're talking about presenting yourself in a way that you feel great. Yeah. There is something called enclosed cognition and it's this, it's the scientific way that our body or that we see ourselves and we have the ability to prime ourselves or others. So what we wear has such an impact on how we view ourselves and how others view us. So have you ever walked by a mirror and like hidden from yourself because you didn't want to look? We've all had those days, right? Imagine the difference if we stop hiding from ourselves and just start showing up. That alone has such a mental impact on our mental well-being, our mental health. And we have the ability to prime what we think of ourselves and what others think of ourselves. We can look down at our outfit and think, oh, I'm just so sloppy and gross. I don't even deserve to be here. I don't know why people talk to me or whatever. Those thoughts can just keep running. Or we can go to the grocery store and we can go in this frumpy outfit and feel like, you know, you see your neighbor, Susan, and you're like, oh, hi, I was just about to go to the gym and knowing full well, you weren't about to, but you felt so much shame that you had to excuse your outfit instead of just showing up and being the cute girl in Target or the cute girl at the grocery store, which by the way, next time you see a cute mom in the grocery store at Target, tell her she wants to hear it. I literally just got chills head to toe. Can I tell you, I have fully stopped people and just said, you are looking amazing today, sister. I I don't know this person, but like she would catch my eye. And sometimes people will compliment me. I really love a good hat. And so sometimes people will stop and compliment me on my hat. My mom has taught me to say, thank you. Instead of, oh, you know what this is? I got this at Target for $7.99. Exactly. She's like, 
so I remember saying to my mom, I was like, yeah, but I do. Or I'll be like, oh, I totally got this at Old Navy. You know, it'll, it'll be a high, low moment. I'll have my Chanel bag and then I'll have my jeans from Old Navy. And it's one of those things where it's like immediately you feel like you have to do that. And so I asked myself, I thought, why am I not just saying thank you and taking that compliment? And even sometimes that makes you want to turn around and be like, girl, you look good too, yep. you know? But what I was doing was I was immediately trying to almost play down my outfit when Oh my gosh. Why? I mean, certainly. So I remember telling my mom, because she was like, why do you think you do that? You know, mom, mom, AKA yeah. my best friend. And I was like, well, cause you know, sometimes those best friends are going to really tell you what's up best friend slash organizer slash stylist. Like they're going to come in for you. Okay. Come in strong. <laughs> um, and, and I said, well, I think, you know, maybe it's my way of sort of relating to somebody. I think, I think that that's what I was thinking, but she was like, well, just know that sometimes it comes across as you're not feeling as confident because you are playing it down. You know, yeah, you're making yourself smaller. Yeah. It's not your intention. Yeah. So I would just say, you know, kind of be mindful of how do you respond when you get a compliment, make sure that the way that you're responding is actually the way you want to show up in the world. And so uh, I will say too, that if somebody compliments me on my hat, uh, sometimes I might joke and be like, Thank you. You know, we're just hiding like four day old hair, like haven't washed it yet. You know, got to do what we got to do. That I think helps yes. the person, especially if it's like, um, you know, another mom, like if yeah. a dad said that to me, I probably wouldn't make that response. But if it's another right. mom, you can tell you're like, you know, like, let's just keep it real. Here's what it is. And I think they love you for that because they're like, yes. And, and wouldn't you say, Jamie, that that is kind of a mix of saying, thank you for recognizing my style. P.S. It's totally real life going on yeah. underneath this. Yeah, that is relatable. That's so different than I. So many people want to hide from the fact that they spent money on themselves because we're taught in this hot mess mom culture to be, you know, these martyrs of motherhood for whatever reason. Like we can't spend a lot of money. We can't show up as our best self. We can't spend time on ourselves. And so we hide in fear that people are going to judge us because we have a cute hat on you mentioned that about being a martyr and like, we can't spend stuff on ourselves and whatever. And I thought, you know, it's been a really long time. Well, I, I love black. I love, I'm showing Jamie right now. Like I'm always in black. I love that. I have dark hair. It makes me feel chic. It simplifies my getting ready process, all the things that Jamie talks about. So I like that. Now they're very different and I'll add texture. And I I can't say that I add pattern. I'm not the best at pattern. Maybe you can help me with that, Jamie, Uh, but I'll add accessories or whatever, switch it up a little bit, but I really love black. So I thought I'm going to go invest in a great black dress. If I find one, you know, if I didn't, I would wear something awesome in my closet that I had. And I loved, but if I did, I'm going to take my son with me because I want him to see at age seven, that mom mom will do something for herself that he can come along as a kid and he can have some input on that. He can help me out. That's not necessarily something that he's like super excited to do, but I know he likes to spend time with me. And I love, you know, those are those mom moments where you can hang out one-on-one with your kiddos and you guys can have these sweet little conversations that maybe you would have missed if you had just been like in the hustle and bustle of everyday life. Okay. Here's the cute moment. We go over to reformation. So I had never been in there before um, at this particular place. And I just feel like they have great basics and, and the, the way I'll set the tone for what it looks like. We would walk in and they have the samples basically out. And then they had this really cute thing that I had 
heard about and seen, but I had never experienced it before where you go into the dressing room and it's the two-sided closet. And so on the other side, it's the back of store where they go and pick the size that you need. They bring it, they hang it, they close the door, and then you open the door from inside your side. And then voila, amazing, magical. Your dresses have appeared for you to try on. My son's mind was blown. And even for me, I thought it was pretty stinking cool. So it was like, I walk in, I see the sweet young lady who's helping me. And and she's like, what are you looking for today? And I empowered my son. When I say empowered, I only mean, I just sort of gave him the floor and let him be independent and confident in saying she's looking for a dress for a dinner. She's going to tonight. Uh, So he did that. And then I said, Duke, what color do you think I'm going to want? And he goes, black. I know. And then he looks at the person who's helping and he's like, she always wears black. And the lady's looking at me like, Oh my gosh, she's so stinking cute. And at the same time, she looks at me like I get it LBD, right? We are going to rock a little black dress. So there were three different options. And I asked my son, I said, Duke, what do you think about this? One of them had these really cute, fun, puffy sleeves. Uh, so love like a good puffy sleeve moment, as long as it's sort of balanced out on the, you know, on the bottom and whatever yeah. you get your proportions, right? Okay. And I was like, wow, I don't think I have anything that has that sort of look in a little black dress that would definitely be different. Then there was another one that was an off the shoulder one. And then there was this other one that I could wear, all right, we're speaking to the moms here that I could wear a good conservative, comfortable bra underneath. Hello important, especially to any nursing moms out there. Right. And then it had this really, it was a great fit. It was also, you know, I love a dress that you could take a nap in if you needed to, because it's just (laughs) that good feeling cotton, you know, and it just hugged those curves at the same time. I don't have a whole lot of curves, right. We're going to play up what I'm working with. Yeah. Work with what you've got. Right. And then what I think a lot of women struggle with is that little pooch in front and it doesn't matter what size you are, you're going to a dinner party we want to make sure you feel confident and you taken down that dinner with the appetizer and a little bite of dessert after. Okay. So this particular dress had this very flattering wrap portion at the bottom. So it's sort of like a black fitted, well-fitted tank on the top. And then it was this wrap. And then it had this awesomely gorgeous, sexy honey. Cause we got to bring that yes. slit in the side. And it just was amazing. And when I pulled that one out and I asked my son, what do you think? He was like, I like that one, mom. And so I thought, well, you are your father's child because he (laughs) would like this one too. He doesn't need me to be in a puffy sleeve shirt. So anyway, uh, we go in, they magically appear in the closet. He's so totally blown away. I handed my phone so he can do one of his little fun apps. I changed my clothes, put it on. And I said, okay, Duke, the big reveal And then he, you know, hits pause on his little app. And I said, what do you think? And he was like, you look beautiful, mom. I mean, could you die? Make your whole life. It made my whole life. And I thought, I don't care how much this dress costs. I will buy three of them. (laughs) I love that you said that because our kids notice. They do, right? That's what I mean. Like teaching them. Why do we have to have this mental block when it comes to, going shopping with our kids and showing them we can get something. And listen, I wasn't trying to go on a full shopping spree. I was in search of a little black dress. I took him along because I knew his body and brain could handle mom searching for one dress. Could it handle mom going on a full shopping spree and going to eight different stores and trying on a thousand? No, my girl could. Isabel would be totally there for that. 
but it just, it's one of those things where I just feel like, yeah, take them along, do little bits where you can and add to your closet things that would make your seven-year-old say, you look beautiful, mom. That is precious. Yes, because we are teaching our children, the next generation, that it's okay to take care of mom, right? It's okay to take care of you, but it's okay to take care of mom so that when they grow up, they know how to take care of themselves and that it's important to get dressed. And then that it's okay for everyone in their family to take care of themselves. Everyone yeah. needs to be mutually respectful, not just the kids are important. Mom and dad have to wait. Yeah. I love that so much. And again, you know, we're all very smart here. And I think that if we had a friend who uh, was in this position, like we might say something like that to her, but we don't always stop and really think about it for ourselves. Why, why do we not do That's that? That's why we need friends, right? That's why we need to talk about it. I also want to bring up the fact that you said it was sexy because is that not the point of date night, right? Hello. Yes. We so often are in our home and we use that just the mom or, you know, I'm just going out with my husband. That is the most important person in your life. Your family are the most important people. Your home is the most impactful place in your family's life. We so often prioritize looking good for going out to dinner or to Target over being around the people that matter the most. And why is that? I don't know, but I will tell you that I have started making a rule for myself and it doesn't happen all the time. I mean, or it doesn't have to happen all the time, but for me, I've just found, I start my day better when I lay my clothes out the night before and I can lay out a super casual run and drop the kids off to school outfit that perhaps I change into for date night later, or perhaps I have a, you know, diva moment and then show up to the final carpool in a different Work outfit, it. you know, yes. hello, but I started making this rule for myself that I'm not going to roll into carpool drop-off wearing pajamas. And we joked that your name is Jamie, but spelled like <laughs> jammy. And I was like, listen, I'm here for a jammy, right? A cute little outfit, but at the cute little pajama set, but at the same time, you know, what happens with that is sometimes we then uh, have, have put ourselves in a corner where we can't be more productive because I can't tell you how many times I will leave and I'll go drop the kids off at carpool. And if I've got something, you know, pajamas or no bra, and I don't feel like going in to somewhere, I know I immediately have to turn around and go back home. And then when you get back home, sometimes you're like, Oh, I don't really want to change. I need to do so many things. I have laundry to do. I need da, 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 da. Whereas if I, and obviously all those things are important, but you can do those, you know, later into the evening, you don't have to do those during the day. But I have just learned that if I make the effort to put on a decent outfit and a decent outfit is something I do still feel attractive in, which is, you know, today it was some dark wash denim that have a little rip in the knee. I have a belt on cause they're a little bit loose actually and take them on a tailor and have the waist taken in a bit. And this little, I don't even know what to describe it as I, I got this little bra top and then I have like a tank top over it. And so very casual, very comfortable. I feel like sporty spice today. Okay. Where I can go out and conquer the world. I feel comfortable, but I feel cute. Thank you. And I know had I not had those things that I needed to do, I could have then gone and grocery shopped. I could have gone and hit target. I could have run over and dropped off my dry cleaning or picked up my dry cleaning. I could have called a girlfriend and be like, Hey, I know you just did carpal drop off. Do you want to meet me for breakfast somewhere? Hello. 
if mm-hmm. I had on pajamas, I would be like, girl, I don't have a bra on. I didn't brush my teeth. I'm wearing yesterday's mascara under my eyes. And no, you could totally see my granny panties through my pajama pants. I cannot meet you for breakfast. And that what a bummer, what an opportunity missed because I didn't decide I was going to lay my clothes out. That was super easy peasy the night before and have an outfit where I can get out and do awesome things and feel more productive. So I've kind of like started making that little rule for myself. Yes. And Jamie, I would love to know if, if, if you ever feel like you sort of have like made little rules for yourself. Not letting, we all have days, right? Where you're cleaning the house, you're home. I'm moving right now. I'm not getting dressed up for moving because it's an ongoing morning tonight situation. It's allowing ourselves to go day after day. And that turns into weeks, turns into months, turns into years. And then you look back and think, what happened to my life? Who am I? And Mm -hmm. I see that all the time in clients. It's been years since they've gotten dressed. So I put a limit on myself. I don't go more than two days in a row with putting on frumpy clothes or Mm -hmm. not putting intention behind getting dressed. Because like you said, so many missed opportunities to actually live your life. We say no, just because we're not getting dressed. And I think a lot of women, moms in particular, hide behind the lie that they don't care about clothes. It doesn't matter when really all of those things you just listed, those matter to everyone. Seeing your friends, connecting with your people, getting your work done, getting your chores done, all of those things matter in our life. And if we were just dressed for the moment, we wouldn't think about our clothes again. But if we were not dressed for the moment, every time one of those opportunities came up, we have to think about what we're wearing. So it actually takes over your life when you're not getting dressed with intention, rather than it just being something you don't care about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's such an interesting twist because you think, oh, you don't have to think about this and get dressed because I'm just dropping the kids off at carpool. I'm not getting out and going in. And PS, how often have you thought I'm not getting out and going in at carpool. And then something happens. Like I, this has happened to me. I think with my little guy, I can remember that there were some days that what I had on, I was like, oh man, I thought I was just going to come pick him up really quickly. Cause, uh, I, we used to have where my daughter was older, so she would stay for the longer day, but then my son was half day. Cause he was in preschool. And so I'd think, oh, I'm just going to roll through real quick. But then something happened where I needed to like actually get out and go in. Like they were like, oh, Paige, he actually just had to go to the bathroom while we were in. And so then I had to pull over and had to go back in because his teacher wasn't with him. She had to stay with the other kids to get them in. He's, you know, it's like, it's little things like that where Mm -hmm. you're just like, Oh shoot, I'm so ill-prepared because of what I'm wearing. Like, Oh gosh. And then you happen to see, you know, I, I worked, I was a teacher at the school where my kids go. And then I'm like, Oh man, now I'm going to see all my favorite coworkers from the past. Oh no, I look terrible. So yeah, it's interesting how you think, Oh, this is easy. I don't even have to think about what I'm wearing because I'm just dropping them off real quick or picking them up real quick or pick your poison, whatever you're going to do right. real quick where nobody's going to see you. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly you, I don't know, get a speeding ticket. And then the, you're like yeah. having a conversation with a police officer. Yep. <laughs> what? And like, oh, I really wish I had a bra on right now exactly. or I have to run inside and I wish I didn't have these Ugg slippers on or yeah. whatever it might be. It really is very interesting how it becomes a domino effect. And I know I love when I leave in the morning and I go get so many things done, whether it's working with a client or running to the container store where I live, it's my Disneyland or, right. Or, or target or, you know, wherever, or I'm going to our PO box or I'm going to the dry cleaners or wherever. 
And then I actually don't make it back home in the day until after I've picked my kids up from carpool and we're all coming home together because I feel like I just freaking slayed that day. It makes me feel good. Productivity level is out the door. Like it is so much better when you are dressed because you're not being reactive to your day. You can be proactive and actually get the things done instead of reacting to every little thing. And we're more irritable when we don't get ready. We're more tired because those cozy clothes prime our brains for lazy and cozy and cuddling up and watching Netflix, not getting work done or enjoying your life and just living it. God, that's, that would be such a good title for, I'm gonna have to have you back on. Goodness, you're so good. When you talked about being, what did you say? Reactive instead of- Oh, proactive. Yeah, so pro- I mean, hello, that's so good. And that just paints such a picture and you know, it alters your mood. And again, the things that we're putting on our body, you don't have to be dressing for a red carpet event to go out and run these errands. So this doesn't have to be complicated. And I was going to ask you, Jamie, have you seen some of the reasons? I love watching reels. I think they're so funny. And that's what I was going to say. You mentioned, you know, being cozy with Netflix and whatever. There's a time and place for that. But does that have to be all day, every day? No way. But have you seen the sort of transformation of videos on their reels where they basically have an outfit where they feel like, you know, I'm just going to say it like fat rolls are sticking out or they mm-hmm. feel frumpy, like you said. And then in the next photo that's edited, all of a sudden the outfit is on point and they basically put, you know, when they have like the little note to like check out the caption and see what I did. And yeah. in the bottom, it's just like, oh yeah, I bought the size that actually fit me. It's literally the exact same I shorts, seen that, but that sounds perfect. Yeah. I got to send it to you because it's like, you know, the light bulb goes off when you're like, wow, she didn't have to reinvent the wheel. She didn't have to redo her whole wardrobe. She literally just needed to take the thing that she loved that two years ago fit her this year. It doesn't fit. And she bought the size that fit. It's and almost it can, like magic, right? But it's yes, so simple. It's brain magic. I mean, it really changes mm-hmm. the way that you think. But I, I love the idea of keeping it simple. And please tell everyone where they can go to find more of your goodness that you're putting out. Because I am living for it. Oh, thank you. I mostly hang out on Instagram at Jamie Baker underscore. That's where I've got everything linked. I wish I was really good at making reels, but I I'm like you, I like to watch other people do them. They're really fun to watch. And you can also find everything on my website, jamiebaker.com. So it's pretty easy. If you search my name, you'll find some stuff. Amazing. And as far as her name goes, guys, remember it's a super cute spelling. It's J A M M I E and then Baker. And I will put all of our links in show notes. So you guys can definitely go check those out. And for sure, share, share, share this episode for heaven's sakes. We all need it. I have a fairly organized closet. I feel like I have some great go-to pieces I love. And I picked up so many good things from this. I'm super excited to also check out your mama form method, which is so great. So guys, she was saying in Instagram, she has a link that's going to take you to all those places that you can check out all the goodness that she's dropping regularly and how she's (laughs) showing up for her clients and And all of us just mom friends out there. I really appreciate that. Yes. I live for this. This is my jam, making moms feel better so they can go raise the next generation of legends, right? Oh, oh, I love that. I mean, we do have serious responsibilities as moms and to know that showing up for ourselves in the world is actually going to reflect positively on them. I just, I don't know that there's anything better that you can be helping people with. It's all worth it after that. 
it's all worth it. Our kids are worth it. And hello, we're worth it. Right, Jamie? Yep. (laughs) We're totally worth it. All right. Thank you guys. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. You've got to share it with your mom friends because I know they're going to appreciate it. You guys all have the most amazing day. Jamie, thank you. Thank you. A million thank yous again for joining me. Thank you so much. This was such a fun chat. Yay. All right. Now you go head off, do some uh, breastfeeding that baby, some pumping, whatever (laughs) you got to do, because that's real life. And Oh my goodness. I'm so excited that you guys are moving. So I'm wishing you all the luck in the world for that. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thanks again, everybody. And I will talk to you next week for more organization motivation. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the mom's organization motivation podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at everythingwithstylemom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes, that's Apple Podcasts now, and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing.